This video is brought to you by The Corbett Report, 2009 Video Archive. Buy your copy today at CorbettReport.com. Welcome. This is James Corbett of CorbettReport.com with your Sunday update for this 8th day of May, 2011. And now for the real news. Osama bin Laden has allegedly been shot dead by Navy SEALs at a private residence in Abbottabad, Pakistan, according to one of numerous contradictory reports given by the U.S. government this week. In the latest development, soundless videos of someone seen from behind watching a TV image of Osama have been released along with years-old tape to convince the public that the person allegedly shot and killed last Sunday was, in fact, Osama bin Laden. It has yet to be explained how the release of this footage in any way supports the idea that Osama bin Laden was shot and killed last week and immediately buried at sea, nor how silent, undated images of someone who may or may not have been bin Laden disprove the assertion made by numerous heads of state and counterterrorism officials that he has in fact been dead for years. Do you think he's alive or dead? I've said before that he, I don't think he's alive. And you believe that? I have a strong feeling and I have sort of reason to believe that because I've asked my counterparts in the American um, intelligence agencies and they haven't heard of him since seven years. But I'm asking what you specifically believe because I saw a quotation from you in which you said that you believed bin Laden had died several years ago. So I'm just trying to determine what you individually believe on that issue. Yes, I, I, I think he died. So he perished some, some years ago, and I think this, this was a story which was created. That's why I know them, because we understand our code of ethics and creed. Osama bin Laden died when we went into Afghanistan. General Tommy Franks had stated very clearly that he had died, and he made a slip. Now, we knew he had already died by that time. By the time we had already gone into Afghanistan he was, and in Pakistan, we knew he was dead. The administration has been able to dominate the 24-7 news cycle for one week now by providing a completely unskeptical establishment media with a story that, it now turns out, was completely wrong in every respect, and then retracting that story piece by piece throughout the week. Originally, it was announced that bin Laden was killed after the SEALs stormed an opulent compound and engaged in an intense firefight with al-Qaeda operatives, including bin Laden himself, who not only returned fire, but used his own wife as a human shield. Since then, that version of events has been amended to state that the SEALs stormed a relatively spartan, unremarkable house, that only one of the people there actually attempted to use a gun, and that bin Laden did not return fire or use his wife as a shield. Now, many analysts are noting that the confusion around the narrative of the killing is a deliberate tactic to keep the public talking about an event for which absolutely no evidence has been provided and which has been outright contradicted by numerous experts and witnesses. And uh, we were able to monitor in a real-time basis uh, the uh, progress of the operation from its commencement to its time on target to the extraction of the remains and to then the egress off of the target. What about uh, the, uh, at the White House Situation Room where President Obama was? Did he have any, was he seeing anything, any actual time, real time action going on as well? I think they were viewing some of the real time uh, aspects of this as well in terms of the intelligence that we were getting. So do you think, the, did the President see the shots fired at Osama bin Laden? No, 
No, not at all. Was there anything about this house that you found suspicious, that you found strange uh, to about? To be honest, I always go in the evening, walk from my house to the same house where uh, they said the Osama bin Laden. The next house is my other house, which I rented to my cousin friend. And I, every day in the evening, we went there by walk with my wife for the just walking. I never seen anything like that, and that's why I can't believe that. And to be honest, it's not true. Osama, maybe some other people, but Osama is not a, you know, the bird who came, fly, went to the inside, because this is restricted area. When we came out from outside to come here to, always army will say, hey, where's your ID card? So it's not belief. Unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, an interesting reaction. That was Jung Khan, a local resident. From the outset, the news that the Navy SEAL team allegedly dumped Osama's body into the sea has been the piece of the puzzle that has left the public most skeptical. Originally justified as being a traditional Islamic way of disposing of a body, that information has now been revealed to have been part of a deliberate deception campaign, with government IP addresses having been responsible for adding information about burial at sea to the Wikipedia article on the subject in the hours after the announcement. Many Muslim scholars have now come out to note that burial at sea is not a traditional Islamic practice. The idea that the public may actually accept this wildly implausible story without being presented with any evidence of any kind for it is now being scrutinized by analysts for possible use in other situations where the government would prefer the public to believe evidence-free assertions merely on their say-so. Other possible uses for this technique have already been suggested by pundits. The FBI, for instance, could claim to have buried the surveillance tapes from the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building at sea but provide DNA evidence to prove that the tapes did not show a John Doe No. 2 or secondary explosions at the building. The National Institute of Standards and Technology could claim that they have buried the data for their WTC-7 collapse model at sea, but they still have their computer animations to prove that the building collapsed into itself at free-fall gravitational acceleration due to scattered asymmetrical fires. The Bush administration could claim that they did in fact find Saddam's weapons of mass destruction, but buried them at sea before they could produce evidence for their existence. Many observers are cautioning, however, that regardless of the particular details of this incident, more worrying is how the incident is now being used to position the Americans and Pakistanis on a more antagonistic footing, potentially opening the door for greater conflict in the Middle East and indeed around the globe. Pakistan's army is admitting to shortcomings in its efforts to find Osama bin Laden. But at the same time, it's warning the U.S. not to conduct any such missions again within its borders. Northwest Pakistan echoed with high anti-U.S. emotions when thousands of people organized a sit-in in Metropolis Peshawar to protest against U.S. drone attacks in Pakistan's tribal belt. I think the, the one thing we can say for sure is that this staged and manufactured incident, and of course it's, it's just like everything else in bin Laden's life, <laughs> or the so-called bin Laden's life, uh, nothing, nothing is proven. There is no proof of any aspect of this entire story. But the one thing you can see from the intent is, this is designed to create a strategic confrontation between the United States and Pakistan. And it has already gone very far in that direction. And I've been talking for, for some time now, I talked about on your program a couple of months ago about how this really represents the, the beginning uh, pre-stages pre of, of a lead up to World War III and a confrontation in the long run with China. And I think this is uh, another, another part on that road. And uh, I think obviously they're setting up Pakistan for, for some 
uh, major military action in in the very near future. And we know that uh, just six days before they they rolled out this uh, corpse to to tell us that uh, Osama is dead, we know that just six days before the uh, WikiLeaks um, uh, uh, false flag operation released those documents from Guantanamo, which said that, of course, they've got nukes planted all over Europe and they're going to unleash them if Osama ever dies. So I don't take that as a threat from the shadowy uh, mythical al-Qaeda terrorist organization. I take that as a threat from the real terrorists who are, of course, puppeteering those, uh, those patsies and stooges. The event raises the possibility of a false flag terrorist incident to be blamed on Pakistan and used as a justification for a full-scale military incursion into the area. Alex Jones, who issued a warning of government staged terror to be blamed on CIA asset Osama bin Laden just two months before 9-11, has now issued a part two of that warning, asking viewers and listeners to call into the White House to stop such a plan from being implemented. The point is, if any terrorism comes, it's from this government. And if there was an outside threat like a bin Laden, who was a known CIA asset in the 80s, running the Mujahideen War, and whose family builds all the military bases over in Saudi Arabia right now, and sits on the board of Iridium Satellite, he's the boogeyman they need in this Orwellian phony system. I want the White House numbers up there now. A big part of this solution, after you research all the government terrorism and check out what I'm saying is true, call the White House and tell them, we know the government's planning terrorism. We know Oklahoma City and World Trade Center was terrorism. We know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners, Baltimore Sun. If you do it, we're going to blame you because we know who's up to it. Or if you let some terrorist group do it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And you could save the planet. I'm calling it Operation Expose the Government Terror. But clearly, we have said that as the economy implodes, as they launch these new wars, that they would then bring in stage terror. And this death of bin Laden is a psychological resurrection of him. Then they introduced the four new bin Ladens, three of which on record trained in the U.S., two of which on record absolutely worked for the federal government at the highest levels of black ops. And they're so arrogant, it's just admitted everywhere, but still it's not kosher to point that out. So they're rolling them out just like they did pre-9-11. I'm seeing the exact same preconditioning. So maximum, maximum, total red alert. Everyone, and in fact, I'm going to ask Aaron Dykes to do this next hour. We need to get the White House number, the Congress number, the switchboard, launch Operation Expose the Government Terrorist, Part 2. I haven't done this in 10 years since uh, July of 2001. Now please go to CorbettReport.com to download episode 185 of the Corporate Report podcast, The Singularity Cometh, where we interrogate the transhumanist ideal of mankind merging with machines to gain immortality.